Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Revelation chapter 1 verses 9 to verse number 20. The Bible says, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as as of a trumpet saying, What did he hear? What did he hear? A great voice as of a what? Trumpet. What did he say? I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Theatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Okay, so it says, And when I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven, seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed, with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned deep in the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp to edge sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven, golden, uh, the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Someone said, Amen. Amen. John, the beloved apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ, begins to report things which are beyond our comprehension as human beings. These are things which are true in the realm of the Spirit. And we see that John says he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. 
Now, from a theological point of view, there's a lot of debate as to what is this Lord's Day. Some theologians think it is the last day, the day of judgment, called the Lord's Day. But I believe in my spirit that the Lord's Day is a day like today. Say amen. amen. The Lord's Day is the day dedicated to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a day of his resurrection. The day when the church, the early church, began celebrating, you know, the resurrection of Christ, which was the first day of the what? Of the week. And John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. These are concepts that I want to begin to play loud on your mind. But you can have the Holy Ghost in you. But there's another dimension of being in that Holy Ghost. John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Are you hearing me? So it's like you have drunk a bottle of water. You are not in the water. The water is in you. But there is another dimension where now you are in the water. The water is not, <laughs> it's not in you. You are the one who is in the water. So when you are in the water, you are controlled by the water. Oh, yes. You go where the water is going. The water carries you with it. So John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. So in other words, it's not what is the everyday experience of many Christians. But my prayer is by the time we hit December this year. Oh yes. It must be your everyday experience. I receive. That you can say without a shadow of doubt, I am in the spirit. Oh yes. 24 7. Are you hearing me? As children of God, we cannot do much until we begin to take advantage of the reality of the spirit. This is a reality. It's a reality. You can spend your whole life carrying the Holy Ghost in you. Ah, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. But you can also spend your whole life swimming in the Holy Ghost. And that's what will make a difference between Christians who are victorious and Christians by name. Oh, yes. Many people are Christians by name. They are Christians by name. They are Christ-like by name. But I want you to be a Christian by experience. Oh, yes. I receive. Someone say experience. Experience. Wherever where you go, people should know that you are a Christian. In, in my mother tongue, we call them Christians. But English is Christians. Oh, yes. Are you following me? Oh, yes. John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Now, in other words, John is trying to show you that he transcended into a different dimension. He transcended into a different dimension. 
So in other words, he's trying to show that there are different dimensions. There is a dimension where you don't hear the things that he heard. You don't see the things that he saw. It's a dimension. But then you can transcend into another dimension. When you enter that dimension, when you transcend into that dimension, you begin to have experiences which are not available in the other dimension. Now, people who are in that dimension, when they're looking at you, they think you are crazy. They think something is not right up there. Why? Because when you say yes, they say, what did you say yes for? Oh, yes. When you say it is well, they ask you a question. Why did you say it is well? Can't you see the mess around us here? You say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking from a different dimension. Are you hearing me? I'm seeing things from a different perspective. Say yes. Yes. You see, the hour has come that the children of God must see things from God's perspective, from the dimension of the Spirit, from the dimension of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? We are spending too much time in the world. The Bible says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We don't have to see things the way they see them. We don't have to speak about things the way they speak about. Am I talking to somebody right here? The hour has come when we have to transcend into another dimension and begin to look at life from that dimension and begin to control did you hear what I said? Begin to control life from that dimension. Are you hearing me? Our problem is we live in the physical dimension. We only visit the realm of the spirit. But can I change that for you? You must live in the realm of the spirit. Oh, I yes. only visit in the physical dimension. Am I talking to somebody here? Oh, Say yes. Yes. Most of us, we live in the physical dimension. And then we visit the realm of the spirit when we are praying. The moment we say amen, we go back into the world. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, that must change. When they say, what is your address, Brother Christian? Tell them my address is a one heaven street. I receive. <laughs> Heavenly places. <laughs> One golden street, heavenly places. One golden street. Suburb, heavenly places. City, New Jerusalem. Oh, yes, I will see. State, Mount Zion. Say, I receive. I receive. So John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I love the way he puts his language. I was in the spirit on the Lord's and I heard, and he heard behind me a great voice. Now, the line, the line, are you hearing me? The what? The line. The moment he crossed the line, he heard. As he was this side, he didn't hear a thing. When he crossed the line, he heard. This side, he heard nothing. Are you following what I'm saying? There is a dimension you need to transcend into. Oh, yes. So most of you, you say, God, speak to me. God, speak to me. Oh, God, pray. You pray. Hey, God, speak to me. And then you sit down in your physical world waiting for God to speak to you. 
The Bible says God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in. John says I was in. So hearing God is not difficult at all. Hearing God has everything to do with your address. Where are you? Oh, yes. Are you on the five uh, Ox Street, Sydney? You're waiting for God to talk to you. No, no, no. God is in the spirit. You want to hear him talk? Go in the spirit. Oh, yes. Are you not hearing what I'm saying? Go in the spirit. He'll talk. It's like Channel 10 TV station. Am I right? Am I right? Now they are talking. In fact, they are talking around us here and through us. Amen. Am I right? Channel 10, they are talking through you. But why can't we see it? We don't have the right gadgets. When you get the right gadgets, you need to tune to the right channel. Am I, am I talking to somebody? Amen. So in other words, you enter into their dimension. When you enter there, you are able to watch them. You are able to hear them. John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard. You know, me as a prophet, you know, I know exactly where I am at a particular time. I know exactly. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know where I am at a particular time. I know exactly. Mm -hmm. I say, mm -hmm. Mm. So, when I'm in the spirit, when I'm there, I know that, okay, 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 yeah, I can hear that, I can see that, I can see that, I can see that. So, when I'm looking at you now, when I'm looking, all I need to do is to do the switch. And I'm saying, aha, 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 Oh, yes. I'm like, oh, mm, that one is a suspect. That one. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Seeing in the spirit, hearing in the spirit has got everything to do with your location. Where are you? Are you located in the spirit? When you are located there, you can hear. When you are located outside there, you can't hear. John says, I was in the spirit and I heard. So this is an invitation for transcendence. The children of God must transcend the natural realm and begin to live in the realm of the spirit. Begin to function from the realm of the spirit. I'm not talking to somebody here. It is your home address. It is where God wants you to be located. Because the Bible is very clear that you are seated with the Christ in the heavenly places. Don't be are intimidated by the King James version of the Bible. That says heavenly places. You go, ooh. Heavenly places. No. It's the dimension of the spirit. Oh, Someone yes. said dimension of the spirit. Dimension of the spirit. And what did he hear? He heard a voice which was loud as a trumpet. Can you think about it? That in that realm the voice was loud as a trumpet. But he couldn't hear it when he was in this realm. Ah, you are not here. Amen. Amen. Can you think about it that when you visit heaven, your Bible says Isaiah had that encounter. He entered into that dimension. And when he entered the dimension, the Bible says in the year King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord sitting upon the throne. 
Isaiah chapter 6 from verse number 1. Are you hearing me? And his throne was elevated. It was high. Are you hearing me? And then what? What does he talks about the temples filled with the train of the Lord? And above the throne there were seraphims. The seraphims were crying one to another. He describes the appearance of the seraphims. They had six wings. With the two they covered their faces. With the two they were flying. With the two they covered their feet. And one was shouting to another. And the Bible says when it shouted, the whole house was shaking. Now you do think it's a house in Queensland. Built out of timber. No, these are golden houses in heaven. They were shaking. That's how loud they were yelling. But do you hear that yelling now? Can you hear it? They are shouting. The house is shaking. They rest not day and night. They are yelling now as I'm speaking. What do you hear now? They rest not day and night. So as I'm talking out, they are yelling. As I'm speaking out, they are shouting. But you can't hear because you are in this realm. When you cross the line into that dimension, you begin to hear. So, oh Lord, oh Lord, grant me the grace. Grant me the grace. <laughs> it is what will make a difference between you know, the real church of God. And the churches of this world. Oh, yes. Ability to hear revelation. Ability to hear the realm of the spirit. Peter said, Jesus, you are the son of the living God. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But who? My father, who is where? So Peter had that moment of transcending into the realm of the spirit. Our problem is we want to pull God from there to come into our little world. Amen. It has to be on our terms, according to our desire, according to our prescription. God is saying, no, 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 come up hither. Uh -uh, you didn't hear me. What is he saying? Come up hither. Come up high. Come up high. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Come up high. Come up high. That's the invitation. That's the invitation. God says, come up here. Come up hither. That's the invitation. God is inviting you into his dimension. Because his dimension, there's nothing that is impossible. In his dimension, there's nothing that is what? Impossible. Impossibility is a law. It is governed by laws. And those laws are only applicable in the physical realm. Are you hearing me? That's why when you listen to the testimony of my son here, you see everything. Wow, how possible is that? No, me, I wasn't in your world. Uh, me, I was in a different dimension. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? I was in the realm of the spirit. I saw that, hey, this thing, this thing, if we apply the laws of, of the world, it will not work. We must superimpose the laws of the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? So we superimposed the laws of the realm of the spirit. Where everyone comes out paralyzed. I said, no, not my son. No, not my son. I superimposed the laws of the realm of the spirit. Where they rejected you for that job. They said, no, 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 I will not give the job. I'm like, what, 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 what did they say? What did they say? They said, no, they will not give me the job. No. 
wait, they will call you back. Oh, yes. Jesus told you the secret. What did he say? When you pray, your, uh, it says what? Your will be done where? As where? In other words, on earth it is never like it is in heaven. You got to contend for it. Is that correct? Can I continue? Oh, yes. How many more minutes? Huh? No, no, no. Don't call me. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> uh, say 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes. Half an hour is enough, right? No? <laughs> you people are drunkards on the word of God. Oh, yes. You want to drink on the gospel. Now, the Bible saying, verse number 11, saying, I am Alpha and Omega. Now, this is interesting. This is Jesus talking, what does he say? I am what? Alpha and... Don't forget that each time Jesus introduced himself, he said, the son of man. The son of man. The son of man. The son of man. Now he's introducing himself. What does he say? I am Alpha and Omega. Ah, John, what are you saying? I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Ah, ah, I thought Jesus always said, I am the Son of Man. Where is humility? So the Son of Man is not a term of humility. Because people say, no, Jesus, you know, he had to humble himself, so he said, I'm the son of man. No, it's not a term of humility. It is a dimensional term. It is a term of dimension. When he entered the dimension of human beings, he said, I'm a son of man. When he came out of that dimension, went back into the dimension of divinity, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end of everything. It's a dimensional term, not a term of humility. He entered. Someone say entered. Entered. He entered the realm of human beings. Haven't you read in your Bible, John chapter 1, verse number 1 to verse number 14. John 1, verses 1 to 14. Because in the beginning was what? It was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were Made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same was sent to bear witness of that light. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, that all men through him might believe. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. That all men through him might what? My all men. Through him might believe him. Are you following me? Now this light talking about Christ. That he came unto his own. But his own received him not. Talking about entered this dimension. He came unto his own. His own received him not. Are you hearing me? He came into this world. His own received him not. But. But what? As many as received him. To them gave you power to become what? The sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Which were born in not of blood. Nor the will of the flesh. Nor the will of man. But of God. Are you following me? 
And then verse number 14 says what? And the word was made flesh, and it dwelt among us. Can you see the dimensions there? The word was made. It was, it was like transducing. Transducing. I'm not a musician, but I think that's a, a musical term, right? Transduce. It's when you take the higher thing, you put it in the lower dimension. Are you getting me? So the word was made what? Flesh. And he dwelt among us. We beheld his glory. When we saw the glory, we said, no, 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 no. no. This glory is like the only begotten of the Father. So although he, he, he entered into our dimension, he retained some power. He retained some glory. That made us think that, oh, no, 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 this one is different from us. He entered a dimension. So he says, I'm the son of man. But when he went back into his dimension, he, does, he doesn't say, I am, look, uh, hey, I'm the son of man. He doesn't portray the weaknesses that we saw when he was walking on earth. He doesn't portray the dimensions and the characters and the, you know, qualifications and everything that he showed when he was walking on earth. Uh -uh. When he is in his dimension, now he begins to show himself in his full glory. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The, la the first and the last. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. Now, John was the beloved apostle of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says this guy on the Last Supper, he put his head on the chest of Jesus. He was the beloved guy. But when he encounters the same Jesus in his fullness, in his dimension, the guy passes out. He says, when I turned to look who was talking to me, what did he say? He says, hey, hey my goodness, I saw Seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one, one, like unto the son of... It's not that he's introducing him as the son of man, the way he used to introduce himself when he was on earth. He says, like unto. <laughs> you are not here who I'm talking about. When the man himself walked on earth, he says, I am the son of man. He didn't say, I am like. Uh, he says, I am the what? Son of man. But when he goes back into his glory, John is looking at him and says, he looks like, but he's not. Amen. Are you hearing me? Can I go one level deeper? Go deeper, Papa. Now let me show this thing. It says, one like unto the Son of Man. What were his clothes? Clothes with a garment down to the what? And the girl about with what? In the, in the, about the pups with what? A garden girdle. Look at the Jesus they had in those days. He was wearing a cloth, which didn't have any seam. And his, it was his only cloth. So on Monday he was wearing it. On Tuesday he was in the same cloth. On Wednesday the same one. On Thursday the same one. On Friday the same one. On Saturday. On Sunday. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. But when you see him in his glory, he's not wearing that, that which he was wearing on earth. You know, he's got even a belt made of gold. Say, so I connect. And the Bible says his head and his hairs were what? White. Like what? Like wool. As white as snow. And his eyes, oh, Jesus. As well as what? 
a flame of fire. So it's not that loving, tender Jesus that we see in pictures. We are seeing a different picture of Jesus. Amen. His eyes are like a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass as they bend in the fence. In other words, when you look at his feet, the, you know, have you ever taken a metal, put it in the fire, and then it turns red? Aha. Uh -huh. That's exactly how the feet of Jesus were looking like. And his voice, his voice as what? The sound of many waters. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth, out of his mouth, what was coming out of his mouth? A double-edged sword. Now, you know, imagine you are walking down the road. You meet a person with a double-edged sword coming out of the mouth. Your first impression, this guy is a magician. You know magicians, they put the sword in their mouth? Oh, yes. <laughs> and his countenance, his appearance was what? As the sun shineth in his what? Strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. The guy passes out. So it's like, oh, Jesus, I missed you. Can I put my head on your shoulder? <laughs> no, he passed out. Said the same Jesus. Same Jesus. The same Jesus. The same Jesus. Different dimensions. Different dimensions. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't worry, I'm looking at the watch. Because <laughs> I know the media team, they normally remove that watch when they want to call me. Oh, yes. But I've got three watches. One, two, three. So, so there's no calling me today. John passes out at the appearance of Christ. Now, let me remind you something so important in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter five, from verse number fourteen to twenty-one. Second Corinthians, chapter five, verses fourteen to twenty-one. The Bible says, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all. Then we are all dead. And if he died for all, all right, then we are all what? Dead. And if he died for all, what does that mean? It means that those who are alive today must not live unto themselves anymore, but unto him that died for them and rose again. Amen. Is that correct? Then he says, Wherefore, know we no money after the flesh. Oh, what does that mean? Wherefore, henceforth, you know, we know man after the flesh. So, in other words, you as a child of God, you've got a dimension which is associated with your flesh. And that dimension associated with your flesh comes with an identity. Mm -hmm. People can know you according to that dimension. People can describe you according to that dimension. People can judge you according to that dimension. But the Bible says, wherefore henceforth you know we know man after the flesh. So in other words, as a child of God, you need to develop an attitude, an amplitude, and, and you know, an IQ in you, which resists to know people after the flesh. 
I do not hear what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Wherefore, henceforth, no we no man after the flesh. So when I'm looking at my daughter here, my, no, in the flesh, I can locate her arm. She looks like Indonesian. That's according to the what? The flesh. Are you hearing me? I can locate you at a particular geographical place. But the Bible says, wherefore, henceforth, no, henceforth, hence, from now going forward, we don't know any man after what? After the flesh. Yeah, though we knew Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know him no more. So, in other words, you need to upgrade your knowledge of Jesus Christ. You think about that man, the, the man who was walking in Galilee, that man who was walking in Jerusalem, they are trying to throw him off the cliff, and that's the Jesus you are clinging on to. Oh boy, that's a big mistake. You need to upgrade your understanding of Jesus Christ. He's not that man who walked on the sea of Galilee. He's not that man who uh, they wanted to throw him off the cliff. Oh, you need to change your perspective. Am I talking to someone out here? Oh, yes. Do you know the reason why? When you change your perspective of Jesus Christ, you're going to automatically change your own perspective. Our someone was told and said, Ah, you, you prophet, you wear suits. Why? Jesus never wore any suit. I'm like, Hey, 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 you're an idiot. Ah, <laughs> huh? what are you using? I'm using a phone. Oh. Did Jesus use a phone? Amen, amen. Power. No, tell me, did Jesus have a Samsung? <laughs> you see, people want to appear holy. Yep. Why are you wearing suits? Jesus never wore a suit. He's typing on his mobile phone. He's forgetting that Jesus didn't have a mobile phone. Okay, forget about them. Amen. Amen. They are not a factor. What am I talking about? Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yeah, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Are you with me? Therefore, we know verse number 17, he says what? Therefore, now your brain asks you a question. You memorized verse number 17. Each time you want to talk about the verse, you say, therefore. But what are we talking about? Therefore what? Why? Because you didn't memorize from the beginning of the story. Your brain is having a problem to understand what you are thinking about or what you are talking about. Because you started from therefore without the premise before you can come to a conclusion. Am I right? Amen. The, the therefore there is coming from the fact that Jesus died. You died in Christ. When I'm using the word you there, I'm talking about the one who was born from your father and your mother. That one died with Jesus in Christ. Are you hearing me? And out of you know, a new man, God created someone born out of Christ. Mm. Mm. Say, mm. Mm. The one who was born from your father and your mother came from Adam. You are not a progenitor of Adam. You did not descend from Adam. You are a descendant of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. You are born of Jesus Christ. Are you, are you hearing me? You are not even born again of Jesus who went to the cross. Amen. No. You are born again from the Jesus who resurrected. Because you are a post-resurrection breed. Say, I am. I am. A post-resurrection breed. A post-resurrection breed. 
Now that changes even the way you walk. Oh, yes. <laughs> say yes. Yes. So when people say, why are you walking as if you own the street? Tell them I own it anyway. Amen. I am a post-resurrection breed. Not a pre. Uh-uh. So that's why, that's why when you come to Streams International, you start looking for the cross. You say, am I in a church? Where's the cross now? Because every church you go to, they've got a big cross. Hey, I was born after the cross. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah! You'll not see me hanging around in my naked big cross. What for? Jesus should be the one wearing that thing. It's him who went to the cross. Amen. We are born post the cross. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? We are not born before. We are born after. Oh, yes. We are born after. So our understanding of Christ needs to change. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new. He is a new. It doesn't say new human being. It says he's a what? You don't even qualify to be a human being. You are a new creature. Are you hearing me? So in other words, your greatness is tied to what revelation you have in your head. This is a Sunday of transcendence. Nice. You are transcending to another dimension. I receive. I'm talking about you are transcending to another dimension. I receive. You don't know that the amount of glory that you can show in this world is tied to your revelation. Oh, yes. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All the things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are not some, but all. All. Say neighbor. Neighbor. All. All. Not some. All and all things are of God. And all things are of God. That's why when we pray, we pray aggressive prayers. Because sometimes the devil brings things, strange things, and plants them in us. Jesus gave us a parable. It says a good man went to sow good seed. After sowing good seed, he went home, slept. While he slept, the enemy came and destroyed the strange tears in there. Do you remember that parable? When many slept, the enemy came planted. Strange things. The world is busy trying to plant strange things in us. Oh, yes. Strange ideas. Strange things. So we as prophetic seed, oh, yes. we refuse to give in. We refuse to give way. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? When we meet here, we grab them, we uproot them, we break them, we wreck them. Oh. Ha -ha. oh, yes. Say yes. Whether it's a sickness, it's a foreign thing in your body. When we meet, we go after it. 
Yeah. Failure is foreign to you. It's not part of your DNA. It is foreign to you. I receive. It's not part of who you are. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? It is not part of who you are. Failure, defeat is not part of your DNA. Uh-uh. No. A million times no. I receive. You know, I feel sorry for you. Ask me why. Why? Because today I'm, I'm throwing bones. It's not milk. This, this is not milk. These are bones. I receive. And your little teeth are trying to break the bone. I should make it a soup, right? <laughs> hey! Hey! Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey! Hey! So, all things are of God, who hath reconciled us unto himself, and hath given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed to us the weight of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ, be reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be seen for us, that we, someone say we, we, someone say we, we, that we might be made there, righteousness of God in Christ. So there's a big conflict. There is a big conflict. The big conflict is you are, you are, say I am. I am. Present. Present. In two dimensions. In two dimensions. Always. Always. That's a big conflict. You are present in the physical dimension. The connector is your physical body. It allows you to interact with the physical dimension. It allows you to get information from the physical dimension, make an assessment and say, oh, this is this, this from the physical dimension. And yet, at the same time, you are present in the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. Now, the connector there is your spirit, which is born again. Are you hearing me? Now, the direction of your life, the direction your life will take depends on which one of the two connectors you spend time getting information from. Amen. If you spend too much time getting information from your physical senses, the direction of your life will be physical. If you spend time getting information from your spiritual senses, the direction of your life will be spiritual. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Are you following me? That which you call a problem in the physical dimension is not a problem in the spirit. That which you call impossible in the physical dimension is not impossible in the realm of the spirit. Why? Because the physical is a byproduct of the spirit. Because things that do appear were not made from things that what? Do appear. So in other words, the 
visible came from the invisible. Yes. Amen. And in fact, the Bible says the visible is temporal. But the invisible is what? Forever. It's eternal. It never changes. It is eternal. Oh, yes. Power, Papa. Because of time. Someone said because of time. Because of time. Stop right now. I said 30 minutes. It's now 25 minutes to the 30 minutes. So, let me conclude my message. What am I talking about? Many children of God will live a substandard existence because we have never transcended to who we really are in the spirit. Amen. The revelation of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation is also your own revelation. God is revealing to you who you are in the spirit. Oh, yes. This is where the conflict comes in. You may be living a life where probably you are living in sin, whatever sin it is, an addiction, whatever it is. But in the spirit, God does not see you according to this. He sees you according to the reality of who you are in Christ Jesus. He sees you as righteous at a time when you just made your biggest mess. Wow. So your prayer and your fine-tuning of your thinking should be that you should let go of your thinkings of this physical dimension and get a hold of the, think of the thinkings of the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. Our challenge is how do we define ourselves? There are some words which must never come out of your mouth. Like I can't. What is I can't? What is I can't? Which verse is that? Amen. Talk to me. Which verse is that I can't? Which verse is impossible? Haven't you read that there's nothing impossible to him that what? Do you know what it means to believe? Can I define it for you what it means to believe? In a simple terms, if you, you are persuaded about the realities of the realm of the spirit, that is what you call faith. When you are persuaded about the realities of the realm of the spirit, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. <laughs> Say, I receive. I receive. Say, I receive. I receive. So these last few minutes, I want us to pray. Oh, yes. I want us to pray. It's a Sunday of transcendence. You are going to let go of things of this dimension. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? I want you to begin to program your mind that actually what you have in your mouth is a double-edged sword. Oh, yes. Say, I have. I have. A double-edged sword. A double-edged sword. In my mouth. In my mouth. And that's what you have in your mouth. Double-edged sword. 
All you think about is KFC. There's something bigger than that that you can do with your mouth. Oh, yes. As a child of God, you've got a double-edged sword right in your mouth. That's why sometimes if I want to do deliverance, I don't say, come out. I just look at people like this. Because I got it a long time ago that my eyes are like a flame of fire. Oh, so yes. the demons are not in us in the physical dimension. The demons are spirit beings. Am I right? So in which dimension are they? They are in the spirit dimension. So in other words, the way they see me, they don't see me according to the natural dimension. They see me according to the dimension of the spirit. Is that correct? So when I say, huh? they start reacting. Because they're not seeing me according to the physical dimension. They're seeing me according to the dimension of the spirit. And according to that dimension, it is written, Jesus has got eyes like a flame of what? Fire. And I'm born of him. Oh, yes. When I say come out, I don't say come out from a physical dimension. I say come out from the realm of the what? Spirit. What is coming out of my mouth? A double-edged sword. That's why when you go to prayer, don't just think about, oh God, oh God, I ask you, I ask you. No! Rise above the asking prayer. Go into a dimension of warfare prayer where you understand what you have in your mouth. That your words are like a double-edged sword. Am I digging to somebody here? Say yes! Yes! They are cutting and penetrating. That's why I don't just talk anyhow. Don't join the talking parties. Talk, 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 talk. No! No! Refuse. Refuse. Even in the midst of what looks like a defeat. Refuse to talk about defeat. Just refuse. You've got a double-edged sword coming out of your mouth. The revelation of Jesus Christ is your own revelation. Who are you in the spirit? What does God see, what does God see when he's looking at you? It's only you who see yourself as a grasshopper. Oh, yes. The children of Israel saw themselves as what? A grasshopper. When they were giants, they could take over the land of Canaan. They could defeat whatever enemy came in their way because God had said it. Say, so I receive. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.